Welcome to Should We? Creative conversations about the everyday choices that make us. With Lisa Sanchez and Diana Kimball Berlin. Brought to you by MailChimp. Hi, this is me, Diana. I am introducing an episode that Lisa and I recorded just before my wedding, which was in late June. It was a time of a lot of expectations and a lot of tension. And now I'm so far on the other side that it's hard to even remember. But listening to this brings me right back there and causes me to appreciate everything that happened next even more. Hello, Lisa. Hello, Diana. What are we here to talk about today? You are really turning the tables on me. <laughs> <laughs> we, we are in the studio and we're recording back-to-back uh, before versions of our two before and after big life moments. And my big before that I'm in right now is, should we get married? <laughs> should we get married? <laughs> So I'm definitely getting married and I'm very excited about it. But probably the better question is like, should we have a wedding? Like weddings are, you know, I just had this moment of judgment. Like everyone knows weddings are a pain, like nothing new there. But everybody's wedding pain is slightly different and speaks to exactly how they approach uh, big moments in their lives. So my wedding difficulty is not so difficult. It's just like so many facets. You know, we're getting married in upstate New York in a few weeks. And we've planned the whole thing from afar uh, with three trips in the middle to visit vendors, visit potential venues. Um, And now we've got all the vendors. We've got the venue. We've got our menu. We've got, you know, supplies coming from all over the world. We've got our ketubah coming from, I think, Romania. We've got our kiddush cup just arrived from Israel. You know, we've bought more things than I knew could be bought on Etsy on Etsy. We bought (laughs) the mountain-shaped table card holders on Etsy today. (laughs) We're definitely in that stage of, like, three weeks to go, uh, just press by, you know, like there's no more way the alternatives. It's like I must complete my online shopping today or else the international shipping will not work. So <laughs> go, go, go. Don't think too hard. <laughs> uh, so it's many, it's many facets and they're all going to come together. And I know that. And I'm not actually stressed about whether it'll be great. I think it'll totally be great. And we've made it exactly the day we wanted it to be. And we've been super thoughtful about how we've sequenced everything and all of that. But, you know, all of the logistical, you know, rigmarole has obscured what a big life moment it is. It's a big thing. It is a big thing. Um... Beneath all of the logistical things um, and the tangible objects that are traveling to the site of your wedding, um, how do you feel about the impending change 
to your identity. Yeah. So as previewed on a previous episode of Should We, Eric and I, my fiance, we're both changing our last names. Uh, we're both taking the last name. Well, I guess I'll say it in the after episode once it's past tense, but we're both taking a new name. And I actually wrote it out for the first time the other day when I was filling out the DJ worksheet about like all the different pairings of people to announce as they enter the tent. And I noted like, you know, Diana and Eric insert our new last name here and then had to add a note like we're both changing our last name to this. So this is the new us. And there have been all these times recently where my fiance's name, uh, his last name's hyphenated. I have to read it out over the phone. And I experience the challenge he's experienced his whole life, which is like hyphenated names are create a lot of challenges. You know, I have to spell out like the first half. Then I say it's hyphenated. So there's a hyphen, then capital, you know, and then uh, go from there. But I feel like we're about to enter this much simpler world on the other side where we have one family identity and we created it for ourselves and we get to decide what that means. Um, do you have any hopes that you are hanging on that new simpler identity? I am working with our favorite friends at Math Times Joy to create a new personal identity. So it's been, there's definitely a big hope and dream that's like anchor on who I am now and from there just rework everything. Like I have to change everything anyway. So be thoughtful about it and do it once and for all. Not really once and for all because people always change, but do a good version all at once that really captures where I am now and where I'm heading. And then just make it a home, you know, like make it a place that I want to spend time on the Internet. Ah, I see. So when you say rework everything, it sounds like you mean your online presence and some stationery okay (laughs) but yeah mainly it's online presence there's also like a whole bunch of work to change my bank account names you know my everything there's so many things um so there's a whole thing of like streamlining those but that's just swapping in it's not really streamlining it's swapping in one name for another But with my internet stuff, like I have all of these different pockets of writing and identity from over the years, and they've just layered on top of each other. It's like layers of sediment. You know, there's Blogspot from the OG days. There's there's Blogspot from the original days. There's like uh, Tumblr from after that. There are, you know, big arcs of using Twitter intensively, Facebook intensively, Instagram intensively. I use Medium a lot now, but not all the time. So if you went to dianakimble.com today, it doesn't really capture anything. You know, probably the best place to learn about me online right now is Instagram, to be totally honest. But that's about to change because I feel ready to make everything one, like not just one expression, but all facets of the same one self. So it sounds like your new identity, it, it's not, 
it's not just about like a restart or, or a clean slate. It's it's about integration. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was a burp of recognition. Yes, it's <laughs> it's about integration. It's definitely about integration. Um, and that's important to me. I think that I've restarted a bunch of times in my life kind of wondering whether the old thing's going to run in parallel. Maybe the old thing serves a different purpose. Maybe I need Blogspot and Tumblr. And then at a certain point, the balance will tip and I'll be like, okay, I'm onto the new platform and I'm just going to leave the old platform behind. But because it's not that beginning anymore, I don't really have that energy to clear out the old. I just kind of leave leave the old sitting around. And there's an archivist in me that's pro that, you know, like I want old things to be accessible. But I also want an integrated picture that makes sense and that I believe in, you know, that I would agree with if I pointed at it and was like, that's a great way to get introduced to, I've been calling it the world of Diana, like (laughs) enter the world of Diana, you know, many different, many different sides to that world, many different interests, lots of legacy writing, lots of future writing and self-expression I hope to do. But it's been funny because the wedding is really the thing that I'm driving toward. That's the thing that I'm applying the most energy to outside of, uh, well, I mean, it's not really like an outside of thing. I have five things in my life right now, five main buckets. There's my product manager work. There's my coaching business. There's should we, there's the leadership program I'm in. And then there's the wedding. And the wedding is about to be over. You know, it's about to start and it's about to be over. It'll all happen in one day. That's how events go. Yeah, that's how events go. And then on the other side of that, I want to either have four buckets or have five buckets, but the fifth one is a focus on expression for each of the things that I care about. Mm. Do you have in mind what kind of expression? Well, I spent a lot of time with Celeste and Rob at Math Times Joy last week talking about newsletters versus Instagram versus websites, and the words flew out of my mouth. Nobody visits websites anymore. So, you know, I have this cynicism born of trying to get people to do things online, both for professional reasons like brands that aren't mine and for my own personal stuff. And so I think I want... I think I want is such a funny phrase. I want to be in a place that people will see, but I want it to be a place that they see by choice and can get to on their own time. So a newsletter seems like a good fit for that, but not a newsletter that I send once every 15 months, which is my current newsletter. Uh, I would love to have a lighter weight thing that I send more often. And then there's also this question of how should we intersects with all of that because it does. It's the place I'm expressing the most right now. And we write a lot of newsletters for Should We. I actually write like a personal newsletter to our Patreon backers with some reflections on whatever is up for me that day when I'm writing that newsletter and, you know, charging their credit cards for the latest episode. Little um, little plug, yeah. if you want to get that <laughs> newsletter, you can back us on Patreon. That's very right. Shouldwe.co slash pay will take you right there. Um, But yeah, I want all of it to come together. I want there to be, I was picturing like this flow chart where there's all these different entry points to the world of Diana. And then you can like travel along the flow chart to whatever is the most natural 
next thing. And like, why am I doing all of that? I mean, I sat there and had to really speak to that when I was sitting down with Celeste and Rob. And I was like, I just believe in self-expression and I want to lead by example on that. I believe that good things come of it and I believe it's worth doing. And I've seen in my own life that it's worth doing even if there's no immediate goal. Um, I believe that self-expression draws people to you who will become a part of your life, whether you know it or not, in ways that you can't expect or predict. And I've that's happened to me many times. That's why I believe it. And so there's an aspect of leading by example and kind of living my word, living my values, and testing what it means to really be in the arena of living those values. Like not all self-expression results only in puppies and rainbows, you know. So I want that, but I also have this really strong impulse to future-proof my life or to generate optionality for the future where, like, mm, six years ago when I started my newsletter, I knew I was leaving for business school. So it's not like I was going to convert newsletter subscribers to any specific end goal right away. But I was sitting there and I was like, I bet you in five years I'll want a newsletter with, you know, a thousand true fans or a thousand true peers on it. And uh, and I did. That That was exactly the timeline on which I uh, wrote a bunch of newsletters about our Kickstarter project for Should We? You know, and it's not just that five-year point, but that five-year point is a great gut check of like, yeah, that exactly happened, you know, and I was really happy to have built up that goodwill. And I was really happy that I'd been so many different ways and expressed so many different things to my newsletter readers over the years that it wasn't surprising for me to be doing a podcast Kickstarter because they've seen me do all kinds of things. I'm the common thread. They're not subscribing to it for some tactical reason. And that really meant a lot to me. So... One of the things that we've learned Celeste and Rob are so great at is um, creating a foundation, a, a system that is flexible and can grow with us and that, you know, unlocks n- new possibility um, that, like, wasn't there before or felt harder to get to. And so um, that, I think... That's that's like the difference between um, Gretchen Rubin's phrase, perfect from now on, mm-hmm. versus better than before. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think like it, it's interesting how <laughs> that there are a lot of parallels between um, making a website, uh, creating a new I- uh, online identity or design identity and like getting married <laughs> because you know and and also um uh conversion sometimes mm-hmm. religious conversion there there's this aspect where you you could approach it in a way that's like um everything's going to be perfect from now on i need to get everything together i need to have my whole life in order and then at that particular moment when the website goes live or i immerse in this baptismal water mm-hmm. or we say our vows and then everything is perfect from now on you know the, um there there's this other way of looking at it where it's like okay i'm bringing 
these pieces together. I'm even bringing other people in to some really intimate parts of my life and identity to help me, to help bring me to a, a new place that I couldn't see before, or I couldn't get to on my own. That is, it's a new starting point, you know? And it has possibility, but it also has the the flexibility to grow with me over time. And then when it's with two people coming together, it's like, okay, we're creating a system that we agree uh, we're going to use to help us grow together. Yeah, I love that. I think that seeing the output of each process is like the style guide, you know? Here's how we think about things. Here are the principles. Here are some applications of those principles. But ultimately, it's all about having like a new uh, a new starting point, as you say, for generativity and just building the assumption of generativity in. Mm-hmm. And of course, you can always go back and improve on the style guide. <laughs> uh, but it's so... It's just really beautiful to see how you're kind of using the moment of wedding and and transition in your relationship to kind of um, as a catalyst for integration in all these other areas. Yes. Yeah. And I think that's why things feel so messed up right now is because I'm in the moment before integration where all of the component parts are visible. (laughs) (laughs) And there are so many of them, and I'm aware of all of them right now, but they're all on the table and they'll all have their place at the end of this, Hmm. at the beginning of this. Maybe it's kind of like when you start cleaning and then it gets worse before it gets (laughs) better. I'm in that stage, definitely. That's why I have to go to so much yoga right now. (laughs) Hooray for self-care. Hooray for (sighs) self-care. Anything else you would like to say on on this side of your wedding? Well, I want to know what fell away what fell away in the wedding or after the wedding what fell away in the process of reaching the new beginning that's what I want to know from future me so that was me just before the wedding and It was a big deal. It was a really big deal. I learned a lot, and you can hear more about that in the episodes to come. But for now, all you need to know is I got hitched, and being married is great. (laughs) 